0: This episode of Talk Cricket contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. To talk crooked. The social justice and po- com. <laughs> wow. I'm going <laughs> to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> the social justice and com. <laughs> nope. Starting over. You are listening to Talk Crooked, the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject. You're so cute with your little hand motions. <laughs> if only people could see. <laughs> It's good, it's a good visual element el- element to the uh, to the podcast. Yes, elegment. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. You're
1: welcome. <laughs> it's just like when you wouldn't let Professor go.
0: Yes, Professor. Professor. Mm-hmm. That's a throwback. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, this is actually the first time we've recorded since we launched.
1: Yes, thank you guys so much. Yeah, for we actu- forty-one listens. Yes, on SoundCloud, I of think we're places. actually up to
0: forty-five. Let me check. Really? Um, but even if you listened for a while and turned it off, thanks for giving us a shot. I don't know. <laughs> 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 um, but I'm sorry, we honestly didn't think anybody but like our close friends would listen to this. So we're just really excited that we have a couple of listeners in California, and there's a bunch. Yeah, forty-five. Holy um, shit. We're guys, at, thank you. We've got a bunch of people in Cleveland and Lafayette, um, all over the place. I just, uh, we're just, I'm really excited. that This is so cool. Like, we didn't think anybody but Kay's mom would listen. So thanks, guys. You know what kills me? Hmm. She still hasn't listened to the first she, oh episode.
1: <laughs> of course she hasn't. I begged her all night last night. I was like, Mom, have you listened to the first episode? No, I forgot. I promise I'm going to listen to it tonight. I didn't. It wasn't two hours later when I went out in the garage and she was asleep. Of course. Yeah.
0: Karen. That's mean. We also, I don't know if you guys can tell, but we got new mics. Yes, we're um, very
1: excited about them. I couldn't figure out how to work mine, apparently,
0: you have to turn it on. Yeah. It's important <laughs> they're fancy. You don't just plug them in and then they're automatically on, like our PlayStation mics that we were using before.
1: <laughs> Those were $5 a piece. Yes. <laughs> These so we, were 60 Yeah,
0: we've invested in $60 <laughs> mics now, and we've got some nice um, mic arms that we've mounted to the table so the uh, the knocking will stop in the yes. background as well, which will we be nice. We apologize for that. Yeah, and we don't have to uh, sit at weird angles like a snake. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that was to be in front my of, legs.
0: yeah, and my lower back,
1: um, my sciatic nerve has been killing me for the past few days. I don't know what's done it, but being
0: on your feet, yeah, all the time, yeah. I'm gonna move this just a tad. I could actually, I bet I could lay on the couch like I'm in a psychiatrist's office and pull this down over my head. We could, we could do that. We could be lazy. I might fall asleep though is the only danger because it's been a really long day we'll have to try that on a day i'm a
1: little fresher i i say funny things when i'm falling asleep though that might be
0: (laughs) that might be that might help (laughs) it might help the brand yeah (laughs) but um so thanks to all of our new listeners and hi just quick shout out to all of you we love you and we're so excited um if you do enjoy the podcast um just remember to give us a rate and a review and subscribe on iTunes. Um, yes. Give us a subscribe on Google Play. Um, drop us a comment on Instagram. We love to We would love to hear from any of you. Um, and
1: we're both like we both have our notifications on for that, so oh yeah. we're gonna see it. <laughs> and we will
0: absolutely respond. Yeah, yeah definitely. So um, it's just so exciting. I know. It feels legit now. You I know. know like, <laughs> when I saw that I was able to find it on the
1: iTunes store, it just, it blew my mind. Oh, yeah, I got chills. Yeah.
0: And when I found it on Google Play, I finally, I, it gave me chills as well. Yeah. Because I'm an Android person, so it was just like, oh, it's, like, really official. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. Someone listened to it, and we're like, ah, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, people can hear us. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I found a new podcast, guys so great um it's actually it's called off the cuffs i believe
0: oh like handcuffs that's clever yeah
1: let me let me make sure that i'm saying the name right it's been a little while since i've listened to it i'm trying to catch up on mfm and and that's why we drink because we're gonna go see them in april
0: um i can't wait i'm so excited i know yeah it's off the cuffs um with
1: off the Cuffs, of BDSM podcast—they um, are lovely. I found them through, and that's why we drink, actually. Um, and I like them a lot. They've got—they <laughs> had Margaret Cho on their most recent episode. Thank you. The female comedian. She's funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, have you have you watched Ali Wong, on Netflix? No, I need to. She's, She's on my list. Adorable. Aww. And hilarious. And she's so cute. I just, her little pregnant belly, I just want to throw her over my shoulder and just take her away. She's so cute. And she is, she's hilarious. Funny that you say that. Oh, I know, right? Speaking of pregnant ladies, (laughs) I didn't even do that on purpose. (laughs) Look at us. Just getting shit done. Yeah. (laughs) So today, we are going to be talking about
1: fetal abductions. Fetal abductions.
0: This is one of. This is one of my favorite topics of true crime because it's so rare. Um, but it's fascinating because it's so rare. It's kind of like our stalker. And, and w- as I did my research, um, the more I kind of found that uh, it, it's, it's going to be kind of similar. I, I don't know. The, the research I did ended up being really similar to the stalker episode because it is such a rare and um, there's actually there's no numbers. I have no numbers for oh you well. because things aren't um. I guess they're not <laughs> documented enough because it's not. Well no it's not even that it, they're documented because it, it is it, I mean it's murder. Yeah. Most of the time it's murder. Most of the time one or the other doesn't survive. Sometimes they both survive and that's miraculous. I
1: did read one of my research where the girl survived only because the cops got a tip and were able to go to the motel room yeah. where she was being. Yeah. It's
0: um it's more because it's sometimes it's called different things, mm-hmm. so it, it's it, it sometimes they call it a kidnapping, sometimes they call it murder. You know, sometimes they call it this. Sometimes it's just it. It has so many different names that you can't. It's really hard to find hard numbers. Yeah. Um. I think the first documented case that I found was in the 70s. Oh wow. And then there's been and it it is the the thing is though it is it's a rare crime, but it is actually increasing, so. That's what's scary.
1: Before we get into it, though, I have a really cute story. Okay. And this kind of ties in with it perfectly. Um, So I was at the doctor today. I had a very – at an appointment that I was really nervous about. Yeah. And um, I was just sitting there in the waiting room, uh, waiting to get called in, and this little girl and her mom walked by, and the little girl looks at me, and she couldn't have been older than six or seven. And and she was like, "Are you sick?" And I started to say no, but like I didn't get anything out. And she just like flung herself at me and hugged me, and then just went on her way.
0: Oh, and that's beautiful.
1: Yeah, she had such a precious heart. And like I love children so much, but I would never dream of stealing one. No, but
0: um, <laughs> just to clarify, yeah,
1: just to make that known but <laughs> I mean I used to be a Sunday school teacher I taught for mm-hmm. seven years and it just it made me really miss the kids being around the with the kids yeah.
0: yeah I miss my I miss my students all the time yeah shout out again guys <laughs> if you're listening um <laughs> if you weren't already sick of hearing me speak <laughs> um <laughs> so let me just define what we're talking about today so fetal abduction Um, this refer, this doesn't mean baby snatching in that, like, it doesn't mean after the baby's born, they take it from the hospital, which is a thing that I want to go into in another episode because I did not know that was as popular of a crime as it is. Um, throughout my research, I actually found that there's, like, so much added security in neonatal facilities because stealing babies is such... A popular crime yeah, or, it be, or not popular crime it's because it happens so often it's nuts
1: i'm sure that's why like you can't go in and just see all the babies that no weren't anymore because people are awful
0: yeah and they're, they're, they're yeah and like the f- i think this i don't i barely did any research but i think like the staff is trained specifically to spot someone who's lurking and stuff like it's just that's really weird. So we're going to do a whole other episode on that. We need to put that on the list. Oh yeah, um, on actual <laughs> baby snatchers. But um, I will add it to my digital list. Sweet, you're so fancy. So um, <laughs> fetal abduction—abduction abduction refers to the rare crime of child abduction by murder of an at-term pregnant mother and extraction of her fetus through the through a crude cesarean section. That so awful. this is when. Someone stalks a pregnant woman and then lures her away and cuts the baby out and takes the baby and tries to pass the baby off as their own.
1: Well, because they see the pregnant woman as a vessel of something that they want Mm -hmm. and they don't see him as a human. and And
0: this is the thing. I don't know. This is one of the things that I found really fascinating. So I I usually go with psychology today. That's usually at least my starting point. Um, this time it let me down. It was oh really yeah. out of date. Um, there was only one article to do with it, and it was really, really out of date. Um, but I did find some other really good ones on the tri- um, on the Chicago Tribune and um, on the Guardian, and I, f- I got a couple of definitions from this, like, medlineplus.gov, a um, couple of definitions of different psycho- psycho- psychological terms, Um so yeah, I kind of, I, so what I did was I used the psychology today stuff that's really out of date kind of as a starting point for us so we can kind of see where the thinking has progressed because it's not even that far out of date. It was only from 2015. Oh, wow. But we've learned, it just shows how far we've come in, in psychology that, n- it, that that just being four years away away would be...
1: You know, it's just. I graduated in 2015. Oh, so for you, to say that are that's you out of date, feeling
0: old? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not
1: even close to being done with college. It's fine. No, it's
0: fine. <laughs> so, um, so throughout my research, I just want to make sure that I, I define a certain term because it's, it's something that's going to pop up a lot, and I think that this is a, that the term, it's something that we tend to misuse in society and in slang. So um, I just I kept coming across the term antisocial. So um,
1: this is a good thing to define yeah, right here
0: be- because, like I said, in everyday slang we say things. When I say, "Oh, I'm feeling antisocial," that to in in just modern colloquial terms I guess use the right word to say that that just means like oh I don't feel like being around people and I get shy or I'm uncomfortable and Which that's would make not sense, yeah but that's not what it is no that's and that's not what it means psychologically clinically that's not what it means yeah um and things can have two meanings but it's just it's important to note in this that I'm not meaning so that just so in case people are listening and they're like oh well I feel antisocial all the time yeah. that's not that, that's not what antisocial means in this sense that I'm going to be using it today. So um, what antisocial means in the clinical sense is um, it's a personality disorder. Um, well, antisocial personality disorder is a mental condition in which a person has a long-term pattern of manipulating, exploiting, or violating the rights of others without any remorse. So it's very different. Yeah, Um, so
1: basically... This
0: behavior may cause problems in relationships or at work, and it's often criminal.
1: Yeah, so basically they're just... They're fitting in by manipulating people, almost it kind of reminds me of Ted Bundy I've got him on the brain right now because I've been watching the Ted Bundy confession tapes on Netflix
0: so good right yes oh my god oh it's so good As they have a
1: paranoia of me escaping oh really
0: <laughs> Did Maybe they? because you escaped twice already <laughs> hmm. it's, a, it's a damn mystery um but yeah so I just wanted to make sure we all had a clear understanding of what that means so this is when people like this is the type of person who use situations to their advantage and they use people to their advantage and manipulate situations and manipulate people into getting what they want and you'll kind of see what I mean as we go on um I also wanted to go ahead and define um insanity and what that means in a legal sense um that actually isn't what you think it means or what we think it means in um everyday slang either um it actually is more to do with um if something like so let's see say you murdered somebody, like let's let's pretend that I murder Kay and
1: Why do I have to get murdered?
0: I don't know, because you're there and <laughs> I would never murder you. So it's 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 just an easy example. So um let's well, let's nice say that I, let's say that I murder Kay and in the investigation. And I go to try to get an insanity plea. And in the investigation, it turns out that I've been planning this for a really, really long time. And they find evidence that suggests that it was premeditated. The insanity plea goes out the window. Because to get the insanity plea, I would have to murder Kay, be covered in blood, and walk over to my neighbor's house and ask for a cup of sugar. Like, as in, like, you don't know. You've completely disconnected from reality. And you are not aware of what you're doing. That's how you get the insanity plea. Are these women kind of insane for doing this? A hundred percent, but they're
1: extremely premeditated. But it's v-
0: these are a hundred percent premeditated. These are always premeditated, and you'll see why. So, um, I mean, like to the most extreme degree of premeditation. Um, and actually, the important thing to know, the the biggest thing that I realized. Well, I'll get to that in a second. So um, what's fascinating about this topic um, is, like I said, uh, like our stalker episode, the profile is very obscure. They don't have hard evidence on the mental illnesses and things like that. So it's 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 very multifaceted and very interesting. So um, there, there were a few articles that I read that said that this crime is increasing in frequency and it, they posited the theory that this could be due to how easy it is to stalk people nowadays through social media. Oh, yeah. And um, to perpetuate lies by means of the internet. Um, besides all the access we have to information through the internet. So that means like if someone's going to fake a pregnancy, they don't have to steal an um, an ultrasound video from, from an actual pregnant lady. They can Google an upset... Um, they, they can Google an ultrasound picture and print it off their computer mm-hmm. on photo paper and be like, here's my baby. Yeah. And you can Google how to perform a cesarean section. Yeah. And what equipment you'll need. Yeah. Well, because, and you can probably buy it all on Amazon. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah.
1: well, when I was in high school, I was studying medical. Um, I was studying for the medical field because that's what I was told I was going into. And, um, I mean, we watched a lot of videos on how to do certain things because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's useful to I'm actually see I'm sure that there's like a
0: YouTube, you think there's a YouTube video, a how-to YouTube video on how to do a cesarean section? Probably. Probably. I would there's hope a, that
1: you would have to pay to be able to watch that.
0: I would hope so, too. But. Or um, provide some sort of legal, I don't know. Yeah. Um. So I mean,
1: there are legal disclaimers on most of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dr. Pimple Popper has disclaimers on all mm-hmm. of her videos. and So I'm sure that even if there is one, it's probably very well they protected. They have to protect their
0: se- themselves. The yeah. uploader has to protect themselves, so they can't be implicated. Um, so yeah. websites like Facebook and Craigslist feature in a lot of these cases. Um, and in one case, a woman briefed herself on how to conduct a cesarean section by watching the Discovery Channel. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So – um. Just before we go into this, I don't, I don't want to say any of this as a way to scare you if you are pregnant, but there are going to be some red flags to pay attention to, so just kind of pay attention to what I'm saying so that you can kind of be on alert. And um, I do have a little bit of a red flag list um, um, at the end of my segment. But um, My call to action might actually be kind of similar. Yeah. So if you want, we
1: can just talk about that at the same time because um, there are classes for people on how to spot these red flags. Yeah, you know? it's,
0: it's really bad. So, I mean, if nothing else, hopefully someone will hear this and it'll help them. But um, so b- mainly you just want to stay on alert. You know, don't be naive. Mainly we just all want to stay on alert and be on the lookout for things. So um, this w- the here's a little quote from the beginning of, um, the, beginning of the Psychology Today article. That was out of date, but I did really like, I, I just liked the way that the introduction was. So um, it's, ask any woman who's tried to get pregnant but can't. For many women, there are few desires stronger than having a baby. Not only do maternal instincts kick in at a certain age, but motherhood itself conveys a certain status. Throw in a history of miscarriages, an unstable personality, and a precarious love relationship that, quote, needs unquote a baby to glue it together and the resulting desperation can be deadly what's up okay
1: oh <laughs> my god i'm just oh uh, continue
0: yeah okay so step one these things always start always and this is what um this is what makes them so insanely premeditated a fake pregnancy and this is the one that I'm still really fuzzy on, because how the fuck do you fake a pregnancy to your spouse? Yeah. Do they never fucking see you naked? I don't understand that part. Like, how can you fool the person you're living with and sleeping with in the same bed?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it could also, I mean, with my case, she was trying to get her eggs back.
0: Well, yeah, there is that so as well, and, and I guess so sometimes they're not. They they do say that sometimes they're not always living together because their relationship could be in a really rocky place. So there so is that, that. Could
1: probably be part of it. But I mean, and with ones that are together, I don't know how you would fake it. That yeah, is I don't a either. Question.
0: There was one that I came across, and there was one that I heard on one of my other podcasts that I listened to. I think it might have been one in crime, but I don't know. Uh, where she, they were, they were um, living to, they were living together, and he legit thought that they were having a baby. Oh. It, it was really, really sad. Um, and it that's was a so good story, but it was so sad. To,
1: like, to, I mean, could you imagine, like, getting all excited to be a parent and, mm. then,
0: and then you find out that your girlfriend's nuts? Yeah. <laughs> um, and what, what, what she's capable of. So um, it always starts with a fake pregnancy. Um, all of the women who killed expecting mothers spent months faking their pregnancies, convincing friends and families that they were about to give birth. This Dr. Teresa Porter um, from the Chicago Tribune article, um, she had some really good insights about this because I have been trying to figure out why one would why anyone would do this. How do you think you're going to get away with it? What has to what has to come unglued in your brain, so to speak, to where this becomes the logical path or the only the only uh, the only way to proceed in your mind? So, um, it says the women often engage in elaborate pregnancy hoaxes, patting their clothes, letting their friends throw baby showers, and decorating a baby room. All of this work goes into that. So, you got to think, like, is it really about the baby?
1: Yeah. It, it could because be a form that,
0: of... Because that Is all about attention.
1: It sounds like a form of Munchausen's. That's what I wrote in my notes.
0: Yeah. The more I dug into this, I was like, it sounds like some sort of Munchausen's. Yeah. Which Munchausen's, by the way, for those of you who are listening that don't know what Munchausen's is. um, Munchausen's and Munchausen's by proxy. So Munchausen's is when you hurt yourself or you fake sicknesses so that you can, because you're addicted to the attention and the sympathy that you get when you're hurt or injured or sick. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, I think on MFM there was a – on one of their mini-sodes, someone wrote in and said that there was a woman who saw a car crash and just flung herself in the bushes and pretended like she was was a part of it and racked up $30,000 in medical debt. Oh, my God. Or in medical bills (laughs) because they took – they thought she was a part of the accident and took her to the hospital (laughs) and she just threw herself in the bushes. And then Munchausen's by proxy is when you hurt a child or an elder – Or someone who you're giving, you're supposed to be a caregiver to because you're addicted to the sympathy. Yeah. Like, there's been reports of women who put, like, ground-up fiberglass in their baby's milk to make their baby sick because they like the attention. And, of course, we've all heard of Dee Dee Blanchard and Gypsy Rose and all of that stuff. So, if you haven't, maybe we'll do an episode on Munchausen's because it's a fascinating disorder.
1: Can we talk for a second that when I first heard Munchausen's by proxy, I thought that I thought that it was spelled B I P R O X Y. I thought that by proxy was one word and I couldn't figure out. <gasps>
0: uh-huh. <laughs> no.
1: And then it clicked when I was <laughs> listening to Mine and Crime. It didn't click
0: when it's I was It's two words, <laughs> by proxy. Yeah, I didn't yes. understand
1: what it meant. I I got like a general idea, but I was just like by proxy is a fun word.
0: That's so funny. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah. And that's where we get into this. So, um, Dr. Porter says that they are, this lady's a, um, a brilliant psychiatrist. The more I read about her, the more I was just like, yes, girl, mm-hmm. I, I get it when you explain it. So, um, Porter says that they're, they're moved by the special treatment they receive when they claim they're pregnant. You don't have to do some, she says, um, quote, you don't have to do some things like housework maybe. And you get, and you do get to do some other things like a foot rub or a back rub. It comes down to attention. You're the center of attention. Everyone's doing things for you. And this seemed to be a big issue for a lot of these women. They, they weren't simply lying that they were pregnant. It was a big deal. And everyone knew and everyone was involved. Um,
1: you also get, like, parking spaces at some places. Yeah. yeah.
0: like And people talk to you all the time. When are you due? And you, they come up and touch your belly, which is not actual pregnant women I think are... Mostly annoyed by, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, so then this other lady, um, Anne Wolbert Wool- Burgess, um, I think that's how you say your name. If it's not, I'm so sorry. Um, a professor of psychiatric nursing at Boston Boxing- Boston College, who co-authored the 2002 article of the in the Journal of Forensic Sciences about six of these cases, sees two primary motives, both drawing attention with the fake pregnancy and cementing a relationship with a man. Uh, the baby serves a role. The baby serves to get the relationship go to get the relationship going or to get the attentions, she says.
1: Which is awful.
0: It Dude, really like. is, but that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. Because it can't be about having a baby because a lot of these women already have kids. Yeah. That do it. So it's not just about having a child. It's not about being infertile. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm.
1: It's, it's got to be about
0: something bigger. Yeah. That's what was always so confusing to me because I was like, but why? Like. You already have kids. You already have kids. Or, you know, a baby is hard work. Like, you're, like, there was one that they did on My Favorite Murder and she was, like, 20 or something like that. And single. Yeah. And it was like, well, but what are you going to, babies are hard work, honey. Like, why do you need a child Yeah, in your current situation? You know what I mean? So, it's just. This was the only thing that seems to really make sense. Um, and this is the part that was really important because this is what the Psychology Today article did the opposite, like, said the opposite of. And it didn't sit right with me. Um, this is not the maternal urge run amok. The perpetrators are driven more by narcissism and grandiose delusions than an obsession to nurture, she said. Um, And then Porter, that was the Dr. Teresa Porter again, um, and then Porter added that if the abductions were driven primarily by maternal obsession, then infertility would prompt thousands of perpetrators, which does not happen. Yeah. Quote, there's evidence that, there's no evidence, sorry, (laughs) there's no evidence that they bond with the babies they snatch. These women are often extreme con artists. They are psychologically impaired, but the majority are not psychotic. Meaning they're not running around waving knives, running at pregnant women in parking lots. You know, it's, um, it's much more insidious than that. So, um, like, for I've got a couple of examples here. So, Catherine Smith, who was stabbed to death while attempting to kill a pregnant woman, wore padding under her maternal underwear and carried an ultrasound of someone else's unborn twins. Oh, my God. She had been telling her neighbors for weeks that she was pregnant and had created a full nursery in her apartment. That's the degree of... pre. So, when that happens, and then you try and say, oh, it was self-defense, or, oh, y- you know what insane. I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I, I went nuts? No, honey. You've already got the nursery set up. Yeah. You're telling pe- You're wearing fake pregnant belly. You're crazy, yes, but you're not insane. Like, yeah. you don't get the insanity plea. You 100% knew what you were doing. Yeah. Because you knew, you knew enough to hide it, you know? Um... Peggy Joe Connor, charged with attempted murder and kidnapping of a pregnant neighbor, told her live-in boyfriend, live-in boyfriend, that she was expecting a child, and he spent a summer excitedly creating a nursery attachment onto their mobile home. Aww. He built onto their home. A few women visited hospitals, and some women had baby showers. I don't understand, like... The ones the that hospital? yeah,
1: the ones that visited the hospital. The hospital should have one hundred percent b- been like,
0: um... Uh, "You ain't pregnant."
1: There's a problem here. Yeah, there's not an actual baby in your belly. You failed
0: your pregnancy test, honey. <laughs> 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 you failed. <laughs> this stick didn't turn pink. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so here we go. So here we go into the mindset behind the murder. So, why would anyone fake a pregnancy for months on end? Um, surely there is awareness that at the end of the nine months, friends and family will want to see the fruits of of your labor. (laughs) Given the clear evidence of premeditation involved, it appears that many of these women not only knew they would have to produce a child, but they took active steps to find one. So.
1: AKA stopped people. Yes.
0: And what's really scary, and here are some of the, uh, here's some of the red flags, um. I know that we can't all go to our doctor's appointments with our significant other, and some of us are single moms and um, all of that. Try to go with a buddy of some sort if you absolutely can, just because people like this are going to be a lot less likely to approach you if you're not alone. If if you're if you're not by yourself yeah um so for instance most of the women who committed homicide by cesarean section had deliberately cultivated a relationship with the intended and pregnant victim um some victims were friends neighbors or casual acquaintances um most of the time though women went looking at social service agencies or outside hospital clinics um in four cases, the victim was kidnapped after leaving an obstetrics clinic. And in seven cases, the perpetrators met the victims on social media and offered them desirable items such as free baby clothes. Most of the victim perpetrator pairs were strangers or casual acquaintances. So you just have to be careful, be smart. If th- and what's upsetting is that there are services that offer free like th- free baby clothes and things to people who, who need them you know so and a lot of times it's something that you really need but, but that f-
1: needs to come from a business from a website. business
0: or a charity of some kind someone yeah. that you've known for a very long time something like that not long- even
1: I wouldn't even say someone that you've known for a long time. I would say if someone recommends something yes mm-hmm. but if a person... It's coming to you and saying,
0: I can make all of your dreams come true. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. Yeah. Yeah. And what's really upsetting is that, you know, and we don't want to be rude. And that's the thing. You need to trust your gut. If something feels wrong, it is. Mm -hmm. And even if it turns out to have been legit, I mean, you're no worse off than you are. And you can probably still make that connection is the thing later. Yeah, but it's just it's it's so upsetting. <laughs> um, it's so
1: sad that, like, I mean, women—it's hard to make connections as it is.
0: Well, and we're all we're all taught to be on edge about so many things. It sucks that we can't trust each other either. Yeah. Um, but just you know, just kind of try to bear in mind that you're in a vulnerable position, and you're in a ki- You, I mean, as outdated as that sounds you, you just be mindful of your condition and the fact that you have something that's desirable to a lot of people and be it attention or an actual child I mean it's it is still a st- very much a status symbol in our society and I just just be aware that's all I'm saying be smart look at the signs be thorough okay um so what they have in common is a desperate need for a baby. It may be that someone who's so self-centered they don't care. Um, I think what you, what you and I can't under. And this is another quote from, um, from Dr. Porter. Uh, she says, "quote I think what you and I can't understand is, I'm willing to do anything because I'm entitled, and you have this thing that I need in order to keep the game going." Said Porter. Um,
1: the game. That's
0: such a. Yeah. That's such a. I'm keeping this going. Yeah. This game because I want attention. Yeah, and then I just have a little thing that while men are almost never involved in this type of murder, they almost always play a pivotal side role um, that they're completely unaware of as a motivator. Um, In fact, in in most of these cases, the primary motivation underlying the abduction of the newborn was to cement a relationship with a male partner by providing them with a child. Seven of the nine women had convinced their lovers, boyfriends, or spouses that they were pregnant as well. So they don't know, but they're the motivator. If things are on rocky ground, oh, let's have a baby, which is something that happens a lot, but it's not always, oh, I'll go steal a baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: And I'm sorry, but if you are having a baby to keep your significant other around, you're an asshole.
0: Yeah, don't trap people. That's not cool.
1: It's <laughs> Not only are you trapping that person, but you're going to severely hurt that child. If you have one, yeah, you
0: have to think about the whole ramifications of what you're doing. Think about that. This is it's not a it's not a thing. It's not a pet. It's a person and it's a life. Yeah. It's just like giving a puppy as a birthday present to someone. That's not a good present. If they're not it's ready, a ready life. for
1: it, they don't need that.
0: Yeah. It's something it's it's a it's a sentient being that requires love, attention, care. All, all of the things that someone has to be fully prepared for. It's not mm. a surprise. It's not a good surprise. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, my mom gave me
1: our dog for Christmas when I was 10, but I had been begging for a dog. Well, that's and different. Also, like, I'm talking
0: about, like, to a significant other. Yeah. Parents give their kids pets all, all the time. That's yeah. usually how you get your pet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. um, so... Uh, and usually you're prepared for that. And you're prepared, yeah, yeah, because you've gone and gotten the things, and it's probably more because you want the dog. And it's, oh, look, look, Kay, <laughs> now, now we have a puppy together. Yeah. So it's kind of a two for you usually, but mm-hmm. it's not that having a child is anything like having a dog or a, or a cat or something, but just bear in mind that it's a life. It's, yeah. it's not a cute stuffed animal, it's not a trophy, it's a person, it's a human. And this was interesting. This And this goes back to the uh, the whole infertility not being a motivator, clearly. But because the, the psychology – and this is where – this is, again, why I didn't like the Psychology Today article because it was ex- it kept exploring, like, how some women who are infertile go to extreme lengths to have a baby, like giving themselves shots and going through surgery and traveling across the world to adopt a kid. Um, and then it says, so what separates the desperate woman who's willing willing to spend – Years on infertility treatments from the one who was willing to murder. Yeah, what that's the what it fuck? said. That's what it said.
1: The thing that separates them is that one person isn't going to kill another person to right. get what they want. And
0: then it ke- it kept saying, um, "We don't know for sure." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, what the fuck?" Psychology yeah. today. Yeah, that was not. This was a. This is kind of a smirch, a, a smear on their uh, on their record here. Um, it does go on to say that. Um, some it, it says that s- when, when we l- dig into their backgrounds, this is where it gets a little scary because some of the women who commit these murders are neglected in childhood and some weren't. Some were abused and some weren't. And in many cases, most people, I mean, the long and short of it is that most people who grow up in bad homes don't end up committing murder. Yeah. Is the thing. So in this particular case, you can't blame their upbringing. Yeah. Is and what's well, interesting. Do
1: you, any of them. Um, did you happen to get any stats on whether or not they have a criminal background
0: before this? No? There's literally no numbers. Like, I typed in stats and it's kept. I kept coming across where it says, there are no hard numbers. Aww. Like, everywhere. Um, because this is such a rare and multifaceted psychosis, you know? Yeah. They just. This is this is still so new and it's something they're still figuring out. Like I said, this is all really recent um, developments as far as what I'm sharing right now. Mm -hmm. The Burgess, the the lady I was talking about earlier, says that the big question that still remains for her is what do the perpetrators what do the perpetrators say about their decision to pursue this in a particular this particular way of getting a baby? Uh, Quote, why couldn't they have found any other solution, any other answer or solution to their dilemma? She asks. Um, I think when you look at a woman who's willing to commit this and then Porter, um, she says, quote, when you I think when you look at a woman who's willing to commit this sort of silent crime in order to get their own needs met, it's very antisocial. Yeah. Antisocial in the clinical sense that we spoke of earlier. It's manipulative. Um, the diagnosis is that you are not able to respect the rights of others at all. It doesn't get much more re- disrespectful than lack of autonomy over of our own bodies. That is a perfect way of putting
1: it. Like, you're taking motherhood from a person who would, uh, who actually deserved it.
0: Well, not deserved, well, not deserved it, it, but deserved it, who but. who had it. I mean, yeah. it's hers. It's it's. I don't know. Just it's because
1: you want something doesn't mean you get to take it.
0: No, at the expense of someone's life. I yeah. mean. And that's with anything
1: that's with, um, that's what happens with rape. That's what Mm -hmm. happens with. It is. It's like, it's like
0: rape. Yeah. It's like the female, it's almost like the female version of, of, of raping. Yeah. It's
1: not to say that. Not that that, no, that's not,
0: no. And, but it's so deeply narcissistic and so deeply about power. And c- having control over people, which is what motivates a lot of rapists. Yeah. That's a fanta- that's a fascinating connection. Um, so that might mean that the perpetrator has a personality disorder um, an ingra- or an ingrained pattern of dysfunctional thinking and behavior. But it doesn't mean that she has a major mental illness such as bipolar disorder or schizophrenia. Um, it may be just the weird person at the back of your family reunion. Who, the person who displays kind of odd behavior that people, I think they call that. I s- I came across it in one article that said, um, I think the British call that eccentric. <laughs> um, but you would never know because they're so outwardly manipulative that it's not the crazy lady talking to herself in the corner. Yeah, it's the person who wants to be the center of attention or. And not always. Like I said, this is a very rare crime. I think the most, uh, from 1970 to today, the only sort of concrete number I could find was that there, there has been like 33 documented cases of this. It's that rare. Which is good, but it is increasing yeah. because of the internet. Um, and because status becomes so much more, beca- has become so much more of a thing because of the internet. I mean, I'm 30. My Facebook and my Instagram are full of, ooh, we're having a baby! Ooh, we're having a baby! well I it's mean, everywhere
1: I'm, I'm gonna be 22 in March and that's all over my feed too mm-hmm. I mean that's been all over my feed since I was 16
0: yeah it's crazy and there's another doctor named Dr. Nahirni that popped up um, she explained that women the women tend to be compulsive and manipulative and are principally seeking power control and attention from those around them and they crave the cherished status of pregnancy or new motherhood, one of the most potent tools a woman has is to try to achieve that. So here I'm into into some cautions, okay? Because mm-hmm. like I said, I don't have numbers, but I, I do have some red flags that we can all look for. So um, mm-hmm. so there was there there was one case that I read about that happened in March 2015, um, and after the horrific event, it turned out that someone had voiced suspicion about Lane online about the the perp um, Lane online two months earlier but in vain so without naming lane at the time a colorado woman posted on facebook on a facebook breastfeeding group page in january that the wife of a friend of her fiance was pregnant but refused to visit the doctor and her baby had been due in november but it was now mid-january and quote still no baby what the fuck yeah so a doula who was based in um in denver named elizabeth petru petrucelli i think is how you say your last name uh she saw the post which do you guys do you know what a doula is a doula a space doula it's not one word <laughs> i get that now <laughs> um a doula is someone it's kind of like a birth coach okay who's in the who's in the room with you kind of like a midwife okay but i think fancier than, than a midwife <laughs> they're very expensive um <laughs> So, um, a doula based in in Denver, she saw the post and responded online that this was a red flag. Yeah. Uh, she said, quote, my concern would be for any pregnant woman being around her because if she is desperate, she may do the unmentionable and harm the mother and take the baby. She wrote, uh, Petrucelli had worked in hospital security before becoming a doula and knew that measure and knew the measures healthcare facilities routinely take because of the known risk of women trying to steal newborns um she may be atten- quote she may be attempting to find someone whom she can get a baby from in order to present this to her husband uh Petrulli further wrote ab- wrote in her january post um she advises pregnant women not to be overly alarmed but to be educated about the tiny but real risk of fetal adoption of fetal fetal adoption <laughs>
1: Not fetal Fetal adoption. (laughs) Not fetal
0: (laughs) adoption. This Uh, is
1: not legal.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) You can't adopt a fetus. Um, Fetal abduction, she said. Um, You need, quote, you need to be more careful about who you interact with, who you are alone with. If someone says they are pregnant, ask some questions. She warned pregnant women against old friends who had lost touch or acquaintances who suddenly became, quote, your best friend when they find out that you're expecting. Mm -hmm. Just be on edge. Um, uh, Dr. Nahirni said that the attackers were often manipulative and compulsive because they may be sociopathic and regard the mother to be as simply a vessel, like you said earlier. Um, And I will close by saying that the abductor's defense team's often argue for a verdict of not guilty by reason of insanity but they rarely succeed well I because mean, like i said these are insanely premeditated yeah so this is
1: crazy i'm so excited um, and this is a hometown murder for us so yes. um it's yes yeah it's, it's it's so extremely personal i remember how big this was i mean i was I was just starting high school when this happened, so it was a huge deal. Everybody knew about what, it. What year was it? Um, it was uh, 2011.
0: <gasps> That's the year I graduated from college. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm older than you
1: <laughs> by a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not
1: too much. I mean, it's, it's eight years. That's it Was it point. eight? I thought it was like
0: 10. Okay. I feel a little bit better. Yeah. You're a year younger same. than my brother then. Yeah. Okay cool
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm young but i'm not
0: that young well you're yeah and like i've said before you're an old soul yeah so anyway
1: oh my god okay this is really fucked up anyway okay so i'm going to tell you about the murder of jamie stice all right Um,
0: stice that name sounds familiar
1: yeah oh yeah And let me just say, I, um, I did go on Facebook because Mm -hmm. all of this happened on Facebook. So I was trying to see if I could like see the profile. If you could see like
0: board posts and stuff. Yeah. Oh shit. That's so creepy. Did you find anything? Well, I
1: did find some stuff. Um, I found her murderer's Facebook, her, her murderer's (gasps) name was Kathy Michelle Coy. Okay. I found her Facebook. It's basically empty. It's just a picture of her. Her ex-husband and her, and her two children. That's her profile picture. And the rest of her Facebook is empty.
0: Oh my God. That's so fucking creepy. Yeah. Um,
1: and I was looking at Jamie's. I don't like that. Yeah. Oh, just wait.
0: <laughs> oh no. Um,
1: I was looking to see if I could find Jamie twice Facebook. I think her mother has had the page taken down. Mm. Um, Because like I was looking through her, wow, her mother's. (laughs) 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 I can't talk. I need water. Um. Oh, thank you. Carrie just started drinking. Um, I remembered my lips were very dry. Well,
0: we 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 discussed a lot more during my segment, which was nice because I didn't have a lot. Um. Okay, so I was looking through her her mother's Facebook.
1: And um, (laughs) I was looking for uh, Jamie's and I still didn't find it. So I went to Kathy's Facebook, didn't find her. uh, And I started searching Stice. Jeannie, who is Jamie's mother, is Uh still friends with Kathy Coy on Facebook. I'm sorry. Let that sink in for a minute.
0: What the actual fuck?
1: Yeah, it's about to get a whole lot worse.
0: Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait a minute. So, you're saying the mother of the victim mm-hmm. is friends with the fucking murderer on Facebook?
1: Well, here's why. Here's why. I need to just start the story. Uh, Oh, my God. it is fucking what? crazy. It's fucking crazy. So, um... Yeah, can't but even um, right now. yeah, but I did find a remembering Jamie Stice Facebook page. I'm not gonna say exactly the name of it because that's disrespectful. Yeah, and I, I, the yeah. only reason I went on there was to see if they had any updates or anything, and the baby did survive. He is spoiler seven, alert, yeah. but
0: that that's yeah. good to know going in.
1: Yeah, he's seven years old, and he is so precious. Baby. And I mean, oh god, the whole thing just breaks my heart. Okay, um, but Jamie Stice was a single mother-to-be at 21 years old. Oh, she wow, she was, was young. Yeah. She was eight months pregnant and extremely lonely. Her mother and herself were about to be evicted from their place of residence. She didn't really have any friends, and she and the father of her unborn child had split.
0: Oh, no. That's yeah. that's so sad.
1: Yeah, so She's
0: me- so brave. Yeah. I... Oh my god. Okay, so just, I'm just gonna throw that out, throw this out there. I can't imagine having a kid at the age of 21. I couldn't either. Like, people do that shit all the time. I get it. You're a fucking champion. I, I, oh my god. Yeah. That, I honestly still can't imagine having a kid, but (laughs) now, but oh man. Yeah. Poor Jamie. Yeah.
1: She is so gorgeous. If you want to look at the drive, I do have pictures of her. On there. And, okay. And uh, the one that I have up is her in, like, um, just this gorgeous blue
0: dress. And, you know, she's just. Is it her prom picture?
1: I don't think it's her prom picture because it was taken when she was 21. But.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, she's pretty. Yeah, I know. She looks so young.
1: She, yeah. Wow. And, uh, I should just uh, put in here for a second. Investigation Discovery did do an episode of Web of Lies on this and I got to watch a few minutes of it where um, Jamie and her mother were speaking and like her mother's actually in the episode which is kind of cool that
0: is really um, cool yeah
1: but okay so Kathy Michelle Coy befriended her by popping up on her Facebook one day claiming to be a family member of one of Jamie's old friends and claimed to be pregnant as well
0: at the time there it is that's yeah. the red flag yeah of long lost acquaintances or whatever
1: and then your Facebook is blank
0: yeah yeah I mean that sounds like catfishing already yeah um which is its own episode
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) um at the time Jamie Stice's Facebook profile picture showed a pregnant belly with the words mommy's baby boy written on the photo and what I'm gonna say here is that if you are really excited about it having a baby, you should 100% be able to post that all over oh, your absolutely. social
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Let's all celebrate together. Yeah, I was reading
1: um, articles that were like knocking her for that. They were like, well, she shouldn't have put on there that she was pregnant because and I'm like, no. That's she the equi-
0: that's the equivalent of someone being raped and them saying what was she wearing? Yeah. She Fuck should
1: 100% off. be able to be excited about something she's getting She's getting evicted from her apartment with her mother. Yes. You know, she has no friends, and she's not with the father of the child anymore. Let her have
0: this. Seriously.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. You so should be allowed
0: to celebrate. Yeah. Though, I will say that it is probably smart to make sure you check your privacy settings, yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Just to be smart, set you know, because the internet is a dangerous place. Yeah. Set it to private. Only my friends can see this that kind of thing you know what I'm saying just be smart but of course celebrate your pregnancy
1: yeah and like uh, the only reason I really put that in there is because I just want to show how excited she was yeah to be mother oh like that was the only good thing
0: that's like the one thing that she had going
1: yeah um and I'm not like okay uh, we'll just continue. Koi uh, <laughs> claimed that she worked for a company that would help them get baby clothes and uh, obtain other financial assistance. And um, like I said earlier, if someone shows up and says that they can take all your troubles away, mm-hmm. it's a fucking scam. Yeah. That's 100% what it is. If she says
0: she's representing the company, you investigate the company and make sure that's legit. And you're going to go through the company. You don't yeah. just go through the person. Yeah, no. Okay. So,
1: in three weeks, keep in mind, three weeks, she gained Jamie and her mother's trust. She said that she was going to help them and help them get into a new place. Uh, but this ended up being a scam to get Jamie's baby.
0: On Wednesday morning... I was wondering how she, like, what the end was there. Yeah. She used their living situation as leverage
1: yeah, she befriended not only Jamie, but her mother as well. That's why they were friends on Facebook in the first place.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. That is so low.
1: Yeah. And uh, I think probably the only reason they're still friends on Facebook is because, one, she's not going to be active anymore. She's in prison.
0: Two, <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Um, two, she probably was only on there to get evidence for the trial. That's probably all that was. That's fair. Yeah. And I think that she's just so, at this point in her life, she can't.
0: Probably just can't even go there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Okay, so on the Wednesday morning, the day of the murder, Koi picked up Janie Stice to take her to sign up for disability benefits, leaving Janie Stice alone in their home.
0: I'm sorry. Say that again. Okay. Who picked up who? So, Koi picked up
1: Janie's mother and took her to sign up for disability benefits and dropped her off. And so she
0: got she got her alone.
1: Yeah. So she dropped the mother off and the mother left her keys, her purse, pretty much everything in Coy's car because Coy said that she was going to just drop her off while Jamie was eating and then go pick Jamie up and go get the clothes and then come pick her up. Oh my gosh! So Jeannie thought. Always that
0: take your stuff with you, yeah. guys. Like yeah.
1: Jeannie thought that she was trust, coming back.
0: Trust no bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's very trusting. Yeah. She must have had An the most impenetrable mask. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, your face. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, Koi dropped Jeannie Stice off, telling her that she was going to take Jamie Stice to buy baby clothes and would return later to pick her up. According to Jeannie. But Koi never returned for Jeannie. Oh my god. And when she didn't return, she texted her and told her that she was in labor and had to go to the hospital.
0: (gasps) What?
1: Yeah. Instead of coming back to pick this woman up, she drove Jamie out into the country, bound her wrist used a stun gun on her to, <gasps> to make her not fight, uh, then slit her throat and wrist with a drywall knife.
0: Oh my god!
1: Yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. Then Koi disemboweled Stice and cut her baby from her body with the umbilical cord, uterus, and two ovaries attached to him. Koi then showed up at a friend's house in Butler County, where Morgantown is located, with the baby in this condition as she told the friend that she had just given birth to the baby.
0: Explain my face right now.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, Carrie's, like, in a ball and has her hands on her face and is so shocked. And it's, like, red face because she can't. I can't even right now. Yeah. So I'm gonna let that sink (laughs) in for a minute. So, she got Jamie alone. My
0: friend worked this fucking case, you yeah. guys. like,
1: And I we, have a couple of connections yeah, here that I can't talk about. We but both
0: have connections to this. This is just... Yeah. I've never known the details of it. It's just...
1: Yeah. It's about to get worse.
0: Oh, my God! <laughs> Wait a minute. So, a drywall knife is kind of like a box cutter, isn't it? Let I me look know. it up. I'm going to yeah. Google it real quick. And I don't... Okay, I've n- I have do not know what a stun gun is, or what it fucking does either. So hang yeah. on. Um, <laughs> so a drywall knife. Oh fuck no. What's it it's, look like? Um, it's kind of like, it's kind of serrated. Some yeah. of them, it looks like a tiny saw. Oh my god. Like a tiny saw on the end of a um, like a screwdriver handle. And then there's some that look like box cutters as well. But fuck, that's a nasty looking thing to s- to cut someone open with.
1: Yeah. Oh Holy my god!
0: How did you look it up? Did you see it?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: We need to post a picture of this on. Yeah. On the. Uh,
1: if you want to save that and put it on, on the, the thing. drive, yeah, I'll find one.
0: Okay. But um, and then hang on. So and then stun guns. Just, I just, I just, I can't, it's hard to picture when you don't know what things are, so. Yeah, fair
1: enough. Can you imagine, like, I'm curious to see what ovaries look like outside the body.
0: Oh, God, are you looking that up? Yeah. Oh, no! Yeah. It's kind of like a taser, a stun gun is. That's
1: what I figured, but I wasn't sure.
0: Yeah, I think it's the kind, it's, it's like the kind of taser where it's actually, it's not the kind that you, like, hold in your hand like a remote control, it's the kind that looks like a gun and you shoot it and two things stick out, go out. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. From a distance, it's like a distance taser. Yeah. Kind of thing. And then it's connected and it goes brrrr like that and, yeah. Okay. I've always wondered. Oh, man. Oh, Okay. So, did you look that? Did you look at ovaries outside the body, not outside the body? the I was curious. I thought I knew what they <laughs> looked like, and I did. Why would you do that to your eyes? <laughs> you know, it's
1: fine. I mean,
0: whatever. It's <laughs> your mind. <laughs>
1: um. Okay. Oh God. We got to get through it. You got to tell me what happens. I know. Let me make sure I put a certain thing in here, though. Okay. Yeah, I did. Okay. So, Koi wasn't wearing pants when she arrived at Shelly Lindsay's driveway, according to police court testimony. She was sitting on the placenta and other female organs inside her car while the baby was in her arms. She was
0: sitting on organs? Mm-hmm.
1: To make it look like she had just given birth in the car. That's not what fucking birth looks like! And having two children. I want to know why she doesn't know what birth looks like.
0: Because she's fucking narcissistic, and she thinks she knows better. Yeah. She thinks she can fool anyone. Yeah. It's just like a serial killer who decides he's going to represent himself in fucking court. Yeah. Wearing a glorious bow tie. Just, who the fuck do you think you, he went to, and you went to law school for five minutes. You know what I'm saying? You think you're the smartest. Yeah. She thinks that she can fool anyone, because she deserves this baby. Mm Mm-hmm. She wants this attention. This is so Bucked.
1: Yeah. Koi was honking the horn. Lindsay came out and called for an ambulance when Koi announced that she had just given birth. Koi got out of the car holding the baby boy. Um, Wait a minute.
0: So she was in the front seat of the car sitting on a pile of guts. Like, oh, I just gave birth in my fucking car while I was driving?
1: Yeah. Does that makes all kinds of sense. And not wearing pants.
0: I, I can't. Ugh. I didn't even think about that. Could you imagine even someone think about that <laughs> pulling up to uh, your driveway? Uh, she, uh, she is sitting on guts with her bare fucking vagina. Oh, huh. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. oh, I can't, I can't, I can't with this bitch. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh god. my god! Okay. Oh my god! Oh my god! Huh. <coughs> for real oh my god yeah oh my god I can't they w- okay we finish the story <laughs> oh my god okay I can't so,
1: <laughs> I can't handle this at all um okay so we already discussed that oh the reproductive oh organs my were god. still attached they would
0: be warm yeah I'm sorry say what you said again
1: Yeah. well we already discussed that his mother's reproductive uh-huh. organs were still attached to the baby Okay, so she asked her friend to take a picture of the baby and send it to her. So,
0: hang on. She didn't just scoop them out and, like, rub them on him. No. He was basically still encased in her uterus and shit. Kaylin. Yeah. (laughs) I can't believe that this
1: fucking happened here, of all places.
0: This is one of the most gruesome fetal abduction stories I've ever heard. Yeah. Just wait. There are some women that this gets done to and like their guts fall out and they s- still somehow survive. Yeah. But she cut everything out of her. Mm-hmm. With a fucking box cutter. Oh no. Yeah. Um Oh, this is so much worse than I ever thought. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole lot worse. This is so much worse.
1: Coy asked her friend to take a picture of the baby and send it to her husband, uh, Shannon Coy, who was working out of town. Uh, Kathy and Shannon were no longer married, and she was trying to make a go at the former relationship by stating that she was pregnant. In the weeks leading up to the kidnapping and murder, Koy disclosed to her then 13-year-old daughter that she had miscarried... And she asked the teen for her help in kidnapping a baby, according she to the court. She
0: asked her daughter.
1: Just wait. Just wait. It's about to get ten <sighs> times worse. Um, and I don't know if she really was pregnant or not. Like, that's not made clear. Um, but how It's would neither you, here nor there. Yeah. But how would you, like, fake a miscarriage? Like, wouldn't you have to go to a hospital?
0: No, I don't think you, you do. Okay. It um. depends on, I think it depends on, I honestly don't know, I've never had a miscarriage, but I, I think it depends on how late term it is. Okay.
1: Because I know if it's like seven months or longer, definitely. Because the baby oh, would be Oh, for sure. Bigger. Yeah. Yeah, the
0: baby would be formed. Yeah. So,
1: Coy also asked her then 14-year-old son if he would help her commit a murder.
0: Wait, so she already has children, so this is 100% not about infertility. Yeah. Why is she asking her children? To aid and abet her in kidnapping and murdering someone, because she's
1: extremely I, mentally ill. I, I I can't. Yeah. Not not saying that people that have mental illnesses are awful.
0: No. But
1: I mean, it it wasn't
0: helped. This is clearly untreated. Yeah. Very untreated. Yeah. And very deep.
1: Yeah. Um. So, not only did she ask her 13 year old daughter to help her with the kidnapping, she asked her 14 year old son to help commit murder.
0: This is so fucked. Yeah.
1: Both of them, of course, refused to help their mother with her request, and then she told them that she was just joking. <laughs> what
0: oh, just, the kidding. Fuck? just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. Oh, wow. Uh huh. This is what we were talking about last episode. Oh, my God.
1: I mean, could you imagine those poor kids, though?
0: And they're terrified, but they can't do anything. Yeah. Like, it's your mother. Yeah. And you, I mean, I don't know. You kind of have to wonder what kind of a mother she was if she was this wrapped up in her own. Yeah. Well, in her own um, narcissism and
1: both kids appeared to have like different fathers. She she goes by a bunch of different names. Like she's been married a few
0: times. Um, oh, so like her last name changed a lot. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Okay, yeah. But like both kids, <laughs> I thought you meant she changed her name. And, like, changed her whole identity every time oh. she married somebody. <laughs> just oh, no. like, oh, today <laughs> I'll go by Rosalind, and now I'll go by Imogene, <laughs> and tomorrow I'll be Billy J, and, like, what? <laughs> okay, I got you. Her last name changed a lot because she got married.
1: Yeah. A bunch, I see. Yeah,
0: Um. okay. I mean, probably because she roped people in and made them feel special with her beautiful mask, and then they, you know, yeah. they got closer and figured out that she was very unhinged yeah yeah oh no um you're laughing and it looks mean oh no it's bad it's bad
1: i'm laughing because i'm so uncomfortable yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) me too (laughs) we're uncomfortable together it's fine (laughs) it's Um, all fine okay it's all fine Yeah. my eyes twitching i can't i can't (laughs) um
1: okay so the The BG Daily News reported that Koi showed up at the medical center at Bowling Green around 6 p.m. with the baby, who had grass on him. He had grass on him. But she
0: claimed to have given birth in the front seat of her car on a pile of guts. Mm Mm-hmm. Like a nest. Yeah. And
1: Jamie's (sighs) uterus, placenta, and ovaries in a bucket.
0: (sighs) I'm really trying not to throw up. I'm good.
1: Okay. This is really, oh my god. Um, It was also revealed that the medical staff at the hospital reported a suspicious birth to the Kentucky State Police.
0: Suspicious birth. Yeah.
1: Uh, Koi was then taken to the KSP headquarters where she originally told them that she purchased the baby for $550. I purchased
0: the baby and then sat on a pile of organs with no fucking pants on in my van. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Yeah,
1: she said that after she realized she'd been caught.
0: Well, but you can't erase the actions of earlier, of how. Yeah. <laughs> you can't erase them that they found you in your fucking car <laughs> sitting on a pile of goo. <laughs> You don't do that if you've purchased a ba bi- for <laughs> fucking $500? $550. $550.
1: Right.
0: I'm so sorry. That makes all the fucking difference because that's how much of life is worth. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Okay. No. I can't even with this lady. She- oh, my God. oh, you know, never mind, I bought the baby for $550 and then thought I'd go for a drive with no pants on or underwear while sitting in a pile of goo and see what would happen. Yeah. To I just decided it to, to cover myself in blood from the Halloween store. Yeah. And put it all over the baby so it looked like I'd given birth. That's better.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you know how you said earlier that it was the most gruesome Case you'd ever heard with fetal abduction, the coroner agrees with you. Yeah, um, a preliminary autopsy. Yeah, this is this
0: is one of the worst. Yeah, that I've ever heard. A
1: preliminary autopsy report from the state office of the chief medical examiner lists Jamie Stice's cause of death as multiple homicidal sharp force injuries. Uh, Warren County coroner Kevin Kirby said um, that, or er, sorry, he pronounced Stice dead at the scene. Jamie Stice's body was found at 4 a.m. on April 14, 2011, in a wooded area off U.S. Uh, 68, Kentucky 80, in the Oakland community, after questioning Coy, who was found to have... Sorry, I copied and pasted, and I fucked it up.
0: No, you're okay. Um,
1: <laughs> so, okay. So, after questioning Coy, um, they did a search of her home and electronic devices, uh, they found links to Jamie's page as well as another pregnant woman's page. So
0: she had a fucking backup.
1: Yeah. They found the other woman alive and well. They couldn't find Jamie. And finally Koi broke down and told him where she
0: was. Oh. Oh, she confessed.
1: Yeah. In the 25 years that I've been coroner, I've never seen anything like this in terms of the scope of the crime, the coroner said. Uh, he would not stay if the baby was cut from her body, but obviously she was. I mean, clearly. Yeah. This is
0: worse. This is this is the worst yeah. for sure that I've heard. A hundred percent this is the most gruesome one. Yeah. The other two that I've heard Well, the other the one other that I've heard that was the most gruesome up until I heard until you told me this story at this moment was uh the one that Karen did on My Favorite Murder about the girl um who she was lured in with free baby clothes and the lady used like a box cutter on her and the box cutter thing is what, Oh my God. And like covered her face in duct tape and like, Aww. and she survived and all of her like organs spilled out. And <gasps> oh yeah, it, it, yeah, that one made, that's the only one of that entire show that makes me just cringe. And I almost can't listen to it more than once. It ends beautifully though, because she actually survives and the baby survives. Yeah. So it makes me cry every time, but Oh my God. And she felt everything. And like, it's just, yeah, it's that up until now, that was the most gruesome one that I've ever heard. This is a hundred percent worse. Yeah. This is a hundred percent worse. Yeah. Um, and these are so bad because they're so brutal because it's always stabbing and stabbing is just, it's it's so so personal. That's what I was going to say. It's so intimate.
1: Yeah. It's such
0: an intimate way to kill someone.
1: It's such an intimate
0: way to take power. Yeah. And It's such an awful way to die. Yeah. Because you feel all that shit, every slice. And most of the time you bleed out and that's what kills you. Yeah. It's, oh my God. It's not like getting shot in the head where it's like over. It's, you have to be in the person's face looking into their eyes and it's, um, oh, my God. The
1: baby boy, um, he was not injured during his mother's death, but he was born five weeks prematurely. Um, of course. Yeah, Jane's due date oh, was no, May 24th. Was, did he
0: have to go to the NICU, the NICU? Bra- well, I assume I so. I would assume he was.
1: Yeah. Um, Isaiah is now seven years old and is being raised by his father and grandmother, Jeannie.
0: Oh. Yeah. At least he survived. A lot of times the infants don't survive either. Yeah. Because it's because they, these are such brutal attacks. Yeah. So let me go back a little bit. Okay.
1: Because Koi has a criminal history.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's why I asked about that. Okay. That's curious. different.
0: Yeah. So because that's honestly I don't think that's usually the case. I think yeah. it's kind of an out of nowhere situation, which is why people fall for it. Yeah. Why friends and family fall for it all the time? The for the fake pregnancy. Yeah. Well, she
1: had a hard time convincing friends and family, I think. Um, So Kathy and George Harden separated in November 2000 after Kathy Harden was indicated or indict. Wow. Indicted.
0: (laughs) She was indicated. She was indicated. She
1: was. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, Uh, she was indicted on a second degree assault charge accused of stabbing George Harden in the back.
0: Oh, my God. She's already a stabber. Yeah. Yeah. She's, who's George Harden? Her first husband. Oh my God. She's literally, I'm sorry. It's not funny that she stabbed someone, but she literally (laughs) stabbed stabbed him in in the the back. back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Bitch is crazy. That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, okay. (laughs) She, wow. She, that's a figure of speech. Kathy. Yeah. God, get your God shit it, together. Kathy. Get your shit together, Kathy. Oh, God. Um, in 2002,
1: Kathy Harden was in court again, this time charged with theft by deception for passing a bad check for $381.81 to a Bowling Green store.
0: Um, That's a common crime for murderers. Yeah. I, I don't understand why, but a lot of them are caught um, or charged with with something like that they're always a lot of them do the bad check thing yeah i guess it's like the it's kind of a first step of like wanting what's not yours and going to to extremes
1: yeah well and let me go back just a little bit sorry um stabbing her husband in the back was dismissed
0: dismissed yeah Uh, i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry what
1: yeah it was dismissed it was
0: dismissed the like as in she didn't really do it, or as in they just let it go. The uh, the fuck.
1: Yeah. However, the four hundred dollar check.
0: Oh my god. Oh my they god. They did not let go. Oh my god.
1: Um, <sighs> it was given a diversion on the condition that Kathy Harden pay restitution of a hundred dollars a month until the check and the two hundred er, and the twenty dollar return check fee was paid in full.
0: I'm sorry. Uh
1: Uh-huh. What? (laughs) Now, you can stab somebody in the back and get away with it, but God forbid you write a bad check.
0: I don't want to live in this country anymore. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go to Canada. Yeah. Oh, this woman is so extra. I can't even. Yeah. Oh, it's about to get Oh, my God, there's more. There's more. What the hell? What more could you possibly tell me about this bitch, case? I've I have two more. What?
1: <laughs> before oh I go to this case. Oh, my God. Um, In March 2002, Kathy's sister, Vicky Childress, petitioned the court here for child support from Kathy, whose only income is a Social Security check. At that time, Vicki... Uh, Kathy was, was
0: only receiving Social Security checks? Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, Vicki was Wait. listed
0: wait sorry i know i keep interrupting you and that's really not cool but
1: how old was she just wait you'll understand in a minute
0: okay i okay <laughs> I i'm going to trust you <laughs> um
1: so uh, and let me let me just pause here getting a mentally ill or insanity plea in any court case Is extremely difficult to do. It's so hard, yeah. It is one thousand percent like one of the hardest things you can ever do. Yeah. She got a mentally ill plea. Um, not an insanity plea. A mentally ill a mentally ill plea, which is different. That's different. Yeah, you can't fake that. No they one hundred percent see through your bullshit. Yeah. Um, okay. So, now I'll continue. Okay. Um at in 2002, uh, Vicki was listed in court records as the legal guardian of Kathy's children. Uh, the civil child support case was dismissed in 2003. Also in 2002, Kathy entered a guilty plea to disorderly conduct after Bowling Green police were called to her East Fourth Avenue home because she was standing on the front porch screaming at her live in boyfriend. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what she was standing on the porch screaming yeah screaming at her live-in boyfriend you can't get much classier than that oh. standing on the porch she's screaming. standing on the porch screaming <laughs> just like ah! or was she like yelling words probably yelling words okay because i mean either would make sense to me with this woman
1: but could you imagine
0: like,
1: being the neighbor in that situation She's that
0: neighbor even with this woman oh my god so really the signs were all there yeah oh yeah no yeah so you said that her family didn't um didn't really end up believing her had a hard time believing yeah her fake pregnancy yeah okay um coy was charged with kidnapping or in this case
1: um she was charged with kidnapping a minor and the murder of jamie stice And would have been sentenced to death. However, she pled guilty but mentally ill, so she got life in prison without the possibility of parole. Um, She was deaf and mentally ill. This is the reason that she's wearing headphones in a lot of the photos of her in court. Because she had to wear those to be able to hear what was going on. And when Jamie's family was making victim impact statements, she would take off the headphones and close her eyes. Uh, what?! Yeah, because she could read lips very well. So I She mean, didn't want to hear even, the pain
0: yeah. in the victim's voices of her own fucking selfish actions? Yeah. That's part of it, bitch.
1: Yeah. I don't understand why she got to take those off. Mm.
0: And, I mean, not to be... I mean, whatever, it is what it is, but that's probably what helped with her deception. Is I mean, we just kind of tend to trust that people who are disabled are kind yeah and genuine and that's they're still fucking people you guys they're just like they're just as flawed as anyone else it oh wow yeah that's why
1: i said it would make sense that she was on social
0: security and that she did get the mentally Mm ill plea i mean do you think that that engendered a little bit more sympathy towards her probably because of that bias well, Jamie's family was begging
1: for the death sentence. The only reason they were... Do we, okay- do we have the death penalty here? We do, in but the, pro- the problem is people who get it rarely actually
0: get executed. They so just sit and rot on death row forever?
1: Yeah. That's why her family was fine with her getting life in prison.
0: Well, I've heard it's really expensive to execute somebody. It's for some expensive reason expensive
1: to keep them on death row. Well, I mean, but yeah. I don't know.
0: I don't know, Okay, I oh, want... Well, We're learning. I know. <laughs> I, didn't I don't mean know.
1: To, I didn't mean to sound like a bitch. No, but you're okay. I mean, you're feeding and clothing them and, like, paying for the electricity and mm-hmm. paying for the water and, like, not... And now you don't... You also don't have room for other murderers and rapists because and you're just yeah, keeping people on death that's row. That's true. Well, and I, mean, I mean,
0: we could let go all the people on weed charges, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that and would free up some space, but... Yeah.
1: If it's too expensive to execute people here, not that I love the death penalty, like I'm not for it, but in cases like this, I, I get it. Yeah. But I mean, there's also, there's always also that chance that they're not guilty. I mean, she's 100% guilty, guilty, but I mean, there are also some that are on death row that aren't guilty. Yeah. So, that's, that's another part of the There's problem. There's always I that po- the possibility, I guess, yeah. yeah. But um, Okay. Warren Circuit, count, um, Warren Circuit Judge John Kreis said that Coy's horrendous crime was a true display of evil at work before sen- sentencing her to life behind bars. During a victim impact statement made during court, Carolyn Miracle, Stice's first cousin, said that Coy must one day answer to another court that will give sufficient punishment for Kathy. Mm-hmm. The Bowling Green paper reported that Coy, who is severely hearing impaired but can read lips, had closed her eyes during much of Miracle's statement. The paper reported that Coy had also chosen not to wear headphones that would have helped her hear what was said in court.
0: That is so fucking selfish. Yeah. But again, like... Y- you did it, but you don't want to listen to what you did? Yeah. You can't face up to the consequences. Or you you are too much of a pussy to sit there and listen to the, what... What you the did impact, to her family. The yeah. impact that your selfish actions had on this poor family. Because that's the thing. We're not all just one person. She may not have had very many friends. She may have been on the outs with her boyfriend. But she was not just herself. Yeah. Her death impacted her mother, her mother's friends, her extended family. There was a ripple effect there. This wo- This son. woman destroyed hundreds of lives. Yeah. Her son has to grow up without a mother, and the the um Kathy lady, her family, mm-hmm. her children, her lives poor babies. De- lives destroyed. Yeah, her poor parents and her poor ex husbands and everyone and all of anyone who'd worked with her. I mean, just. That's the thing that these murderers don't realize and that a lot of us don't realize is that the these people when they do these things they're not just affecting that one person. They're not just affecting one life.
1: But you <sighs> realize right. not that. Like uh,
0: you we we are all a universe. Yeah. We are all our own world. Yeah. And uh, it's and, and her family is victim are victims too. Like yeah. we can't we can't ostracize her 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 kids don't deserve any you know to be ostracized in any way yeah. or 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 bullied or anything. They they all everyone deserves sympathy. And her kids were in high school.
1: Oh no! So can you imagine the kind of shit that was being said to them? And in the town that we're in, yeah, you know,
0: yeah, There's a lot of shit talking around here. Yeah. <laughs> In statements
1: to the court and after the sentencing, Stice's family and friends were torn between condemning Coy and celebrating a murdered woman they called the Little Angel Mom. Her cousin, Carolyn Miracle, said that Jamie Stice had been ready to be a mommy when she was...
0: Okay. I'm sorry. No, it's Okay. It's really I was sad. Not to it's cry. okay.
1: It's okay. And I'm probably about to cuz like what the rest of this is just um, victim impact yeah. statements.
0: That's um. what we do. We laugh and we qui- and we cry. And we rage. We've done all three now <laughs> officially. Yeah. Okay. It's so tragic. I know. I'm really trying hard to hold it together over here too. Okay.
1: Uh, Kathleen Smith, the paternal grandmother of Isaiah, looked directly at Coy as she read a statement saying, If you knew Jamie, you couldn't help but love her. Smith then lashed out at Koi, who closed her eyes. The death penalty would be too merciful for you.
0: Yeah, she needs to live with... I, that's, that's what... Yeah. Yeah. You need to live with what you've done.
1: And that's the paternal grandmother. That's her ex-husband's mom. So, I mean... Even though she and her ex husband were like not together anymore, obviously, like Are you talking about that Jamie, yeah, yeah, that whole family still cared for her. Yeah. I mean, that's just another part of her universe. Um, Miracle said that her family was devastated by Jamie Stice's death, with her uncle unable to speak about it and others still haunted by the loss of the expectant mother. Miracle said to her aunt, um, Miracle said her aunt had her heart stomped on by Coy. Kathy Coy decided she would play God and took our Jamie from us. There's no amount of time you can give Kathy Coy that would be enough. There's a higher court that will judge Kathy.
0: Um besides the fact I mean when you think of the brutal nature that this was, there's there's no comfort there. Yeah. There's no comfort of anything being over quickly cuz there's no way that it was. Yeah. Well, and that's what
1: their um, attorney said um, yeah. in a statement as well. Um, I'll try to kind of get through this really quick. There's not too much left. Okay. Um, psychologist Eric Drogan testified briefly before the plea was entered um, th- in March. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that he met with Coy recently and that she definitely suffers from a mental illness. Like, that's, oh. that's the only reason that she yeah. got that plea. Yeah.
0: Um, this is on par with those people who kill people and cut up bodies, like dismemberment. That mm-hmm. that takes some serious motivation and some serious, like, dark inward thinking.
1: Yeah. Uh, she had told people that she was pregnant and had been hatching a plan for months, it was alleged. She even stole a sonogram photo to help back her claim. She oh, was wow. Des- yeah. She was deft- well, desperate to prove <laughs> to everybody that she was pregnant, and I guess nobody believed her
0: um how old was she i forget what you said um i don't know if i know how old if she, she was. had kids in high school i would assume she's in like her 40s she is now i think she's
1: like 41 now oh okay yeah um she was desperate to prove to everybody that she was pregnant and i guess nobody believed her so uh said miss dice's friend ashley reader so i think that she did this to show everybody that she was going to have a baby when it really wasn't her baby um her neighbors in Bowling Green were all taken in by Coy's baby scam. She has been telling everyone that she was pregnant, and we had no reason to not believe otherwise.
0: Well, and again, that's the ripple effect. How do those people—how are these people now—all these people are going to have trust issues now. Yeah. Which which is small beer in comparison to what Jamie's family's going through, but it does impact you. yeah. It's it makes like, you feel like you can't trust any of anyone, anyone in your neighborhood. And that's what you had talked about in, su- in one of our other episodes, that people don't talk to each other. Yeah. And it's... And, like, I'm sure all those people now are like,
1: okay, if you're pregnant, let's meet again in five months. I want to see a belly. Like... I need to see an actual.
0: You're gonna lift up your shirt, yeah, and I'm gonna see that it's not a pillow,
1: yeah,
0: (laughs) kind of thing. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I'm gonna see it's not a watermelon, yeah, (laughs) with a sharpie mark Uh, on it,
0: (laughs) (laughs) covered in grease. Go covered in butter. (laughs) Amniotic fluid is slippery. I added butter. (laughs) Oh, nice touch. Nice touch. (laughs)
1: andy have my baby (laughs) andy
0: have my baby oh Oh. i love that show oh god if you haven't watched the office you need to right now what are you doing if you haven't watched the office where have you been (laughs) Um, where has Kay been she hasn't seen mean girls and that is a travesty i'll watch it (laughs) or bridesmaids i'm sorry (laughs) um okay
1: so the miracle in the whole thing is that the baby made it. Um, it really is.
0: That is miraculous. Yeah. Especially 5 weeks early. Yeah. Poor uh, baby boy. I know. And he's he's just so precious. He has the sweetest little smile. He's so it's such a miracle.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jamie Stice's 29-year-old brother, Eric Stice, um, he said, It's heartbreaking, heartbreaking. We'll just make sure Isaiah has the best life we can offer him. We owe that to my sister.
0: Okay, one more quote. Well, that quote. was a horrible story. Yeah,
1: I have one more but quote. But it, um, be- it ends yeah. really
0: beautifully, I think.
1: Yeah, and then I'm going to end that with was her, a really That um, was
0: really good. Yeah,
1: I will end with her. Um, What she was actually, what she's actually imprisoned for. She's still imprisoned here in Kentucky. So, uh, quite simply, this is one of the rare cases that I simply do not believe justice can be done, um, attorney Chris Coron said, according to the Bowling Green Daily News. The nature of the offense is something that is just unimaginable. This is just, I believe, a mechanism to allow the family to maybe take a breath and move on. So, uh, she, um, her offenses, there are four of them. Mm hmm. Um, offense number one is murder of um, course which um the time service requirement is life with parole uh offense two is kidnapping an adult and the mm. requirement for that is life without parole and here's where i get confused
0: wait a minute you said murder was life with parole Mm-hmm. and then you said kidnapping an adult is life, is life without, without parole. parole. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. It's about to get worse. Oh, my God. Wh- That's what kind of back-ass word you? bullshit is that?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: this is, we're talking, like, first-degree murder. Mm-hmm. So, kidnapping a
1: minor, you have to serve a minimum of 20% of 20
0: years. So, like, four years. Is that 20% is of it? 20? I don't know. I'm so I, tired. I don't.
1: I don't. I fucked up. Hold I don't on. know. Uh, 20 times 0.2. So, it, that would be like eight years for kidnapping an adult. Okay. And then, but it's life without parole for kidnapping an adult.
0: Yeah, none of this is adding up. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. What?
1: Yeah. And then, um,. Her fourth offense is criminal possession forged instrument second degree. Um, is
0: what? Forged instrument.
1: I think it was like what she used to kill. Oh,
0: Jamie. Okay, I'm sorry. It yeah. sounded like it was a criminal offense to like forge. <laughs> I don't know. Like
1: <laughs> I know I'm talking
0: to. Too. To to I don't know. I didn't get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, but.
1: That's
0: the end of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good job.
1: Thanks.
0: You did a wonderful job. That was great. Thank it you. was awful, but it was great. You ended that really well. That was beautiful. Thank you. That is 100% one of the most gruesome stories I've ever heard. And I listen to Crew Trime. To, to crew Trime.
1: <laughs> <Crew> tri- yeah.
0: <laughs> crew Trime crew all the That's time. That's the first time I've true ever crime. cried in yeah. a true
1: crime case.
0: Yeah i um, yeah those
1: tears were real i'm sorry yeah 100
0: percent k was <laughs> legit crying while she was reading those i was really trying to hold it together the only reason i wasn't crying is because my dog has been pissing me off all night <laughs> so um but oh my god I, I mean i listen to true crime every single day like that's it that, that that's what all my podcasts that i listen to are about and that is absolutely one of the most gruesome stories I've ever heard. Yeah, I mean, acts, including are less gruesome. Yeah, including the one uh, about the vampire guy who was like drinking, pe- who was just trying people's doors and talk if about it's an open, insanity I'm plea. To go yeah, in. talk about an insanity plea. Yeah. Um. But, shit. All right. Well, should we do a ladies' night question? We should. We should bring this up a little bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Another Karen and Georgia thing. Who goes first? Who goes first? <laughs> it's Kay's turn to pull to draw the card, and it's my turn to roll the dice and not sit on, sit on my dog's head. Mm-hmm. So let me roll. Six. Six. Okay. What did you buy the time you felt like you wasted your money the most? Oh man. Oh wow, that's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, how personal we want to get with this? Oh no. <laughs>
1: I mean, we've gotten pretty deep. <laughs> I talked about a BDSM podcast earlier.
0: Hi, Mom. That's fair. <laughs> I... I mean, I have one purchase in mind, but... Say it. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, you go first. Um, The last time I wasted money. Um... T- well, the thing that you felt was the biggest waste of money. Isn't that what it says? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, I've seen some pretty bad movies. Let me think.
1: I mean, like, but I I have a really hard time buying anything unless I've really wanted it for a long time. So there, there's not a whole lot
0: of money wasting. <laughs> um, my car. I'm going to go with my car. Your car? Yeah. Because it's been the biggest pain in my, in my ass. Don't ever buy a car because you think it's going to be a fun choice. (laughs) I'll say that. (laughs) Unless you're, like, super rich and it's your third car. Yeah. For just, like, fun times on the weekends or something (laughs) and cruising up the coast. Because, uh, (laughs) it's just, it's been such a, it's been such a headache. Every day I go out there and I get into it and I wonder if this is the day that the engine's going to fall out. Oh. What new alert is going to pop up that I can't afford to fix? Mm But I have to keep it because it's paid off. (laughs) So, it's all fine. It's all fine. It's it's
1: fine. (laughs) I could be an asshole with the answer I want to give, but.
0: What about your your hamster that you had to take back? (gasps) That little cunt.
1: (laughs) Kay had to take her hamster back. Now, let me say this. If you (laughs) get an animal and you have decided that you're going to care for this animal. Mm Mm-hmm. You should keep the animal. I'm 100% behind that way of thinking. Yeah. I had to take this cunt back to Petco.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He (laughs) was a huge asshole.
1: Because they let me walk out of that motherfucking store thinking that this little hamster was going to be my ESA. And I was incorrect. He was a Russian dwarf hamster. And...
0: (laughs) In Soviet Russia, yeah. and we he don't he keep <laughs> hamster <laughs> for pet. We all know this. It is better. We do not have pets. We do not need emotional support. Oh my god. It is better. I think it is better. <laughs> we are just always drinking vodka. <laughs> <laughs> With our comrades. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, But he was such an asshole, and he bit me all the time, Mm -hmm. and he escaped from his cage, and I don't know how the fuck he did that, because the bars, like, there was, like, no space between Mm -hmm. them. And he was tiny, but he still shouldn't have been able to fit between them. He did. My dog found him. Thank God she didn't eat him. But I I couldn't keep him in that cage because he would get out and get eaten. Well, and he was an asshole.
0: I don't think you can train hamsters, can you? Yeah. No. yeah so it's not like it's a dog that needed just needed obedience training and some yeah. attention. It yeah, it was a rodent. Yeah. You can, you you can't train a hamster to not be a dick. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I don't think anyone's blaming you for taking yeah. the hamster back. So I'm I certainly not.
1: <laughs> I took the hamster back in the box that I got him in, and I was like, I'm really sorry. But he is an asshole. This
0: ain't going to work out.
1: (laughs) And and they were like, what kind of hamster did you get? And I said, a Russian dwarf. And they were like, oh, yeah, they're all assholes. Then why
0: are they in the pet store? Yeah, I'm like, why'd you let me walk out of here with him? Okay, wait a minute. If they're all assholes, why are they being sold? Who buys them, thinking I want a pet that's an asshole? Yeah. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Whatever. Anyway, I took him back and got the cutest guinea pig in the world.
0: Yes, Rocky is the best. Yeah, he's my baby. I wish I could take my car back.
1: You could sell it at an auction
0: <laughs> for like two dollars. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. Well, thank every thank you everyone for listening. Um, yeah. s- definitely subscribe. Leave us a good review if you like us. Um,
1: and rate and um subscribe to us on all iTunes. of that.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um. Definitely interact with us more on um on Instagram and stuff. We wanna hear from you guys. Um we wanna hear your thoughts. We wanna we wanna get to know you. So um we also we we are gonna start doing listener episodes soon. Um so if you have any any stories that um <laughs> if you have any stories that relate to any of the topics that we've covered so far, go ahead and send those to talkcrooked at gmail and um we will definitely Yeah, we already have one. It's so exciting. Yeah. I'm so excited to have our first listener episode. It's gonna be awesome. We don't know when it's gonna be yet, but we definitely need to make sure we have a uh, a wealth of different stories to pull from. So definitely, they have to be true. Yeah, that's one of the rules. It has to be true. Don't send us creepy pastas, please. Um, this isn't time to test your creative writing skills. <laughs> we we want true stories. Um, they need to be cut, kind of cut and dry, because we're not. there, those episodes aren't gonna be full length. Um, so we want to make sure we get through as many stories as we can. Yeah. Um, so definitely get them short and sweet, and then. Make sure to change names, if, if if it's not something that's legal or public knowledge. Yeah. Um, to protect to protect your uh, friends, family, loved ones, whoever it is that it's about. Um, yeah. And we
1: don't want to get in trouble. No, we don't <laughs> we want you to get in trouble yeah. either. So. <laughs> we still want to bring in this podcast. So. Yes.
0: We really are. We really like doing this, so we don't want to get kicked off. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so thanks, y- thanks everyone for listening, and remember, you are not a monster. Bye, guys. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Check out our Tumblr blog, at Talk Crooked, for sources and photos. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Talk Crooked. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We are currently a self-funded podcast, so if you would like to donate and receive a shout-out on air, please visit us at patreon.com slash talkcrooked.
1: Eventually, we will start doing listener episodes. If you have your personal stories related to our previous episodes, email us at talkcricket at gmail.com. For business inquiries or sponsorships, email us at Kbusiness at gmail.com. Okay, bye.